on the road again Just can't wait to get on the road again The life I love is making music with my friends Hello and welcome to a very special episode, similar to those special episodes on Different Strokes when Mr. T would suddenly show up. We've got a few road warriors with us tonight. One will probably be jumping in as well. And we're going to kind of talk about what we've experienced in the last couple of weeks because our world's changed where typically we're not home. And I think most of us have been home going on close to two weeks. So I'm going to start with my uh, East Coast buddy. Turn it over to you, Robbie. Yeah, Steve, thanks for having me on. So, yeah, it's been two weeks yesterday for me home, and it's certainly been an adjustment. You know, I'm very similar to you. I'm used to being on the road, typically Monday through Thursday, Monday through Friday. But a fun fact that my girlfriend and I realized we've been living together for almost a year now, and we've never spent more than 10 consecutive nights together. So now is the true test of our relationship <laughs> to see if we can make it through quarantine or not. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Mr. Jason? Hi, my name is uh, Jason Knight. I am out of Chicago, Illinois. And like Steve and Robbie, I was a road warrior until this uh, mandatory quarantine took effect. I think my last day on the road was March 6th, the Friday. And of course, we're at the 27th of March now. So it's been a big adjustment. And yeah, yeah, we'll just wait till the other questions roll out. All right, and I'm Steve Frick. I'm based out of Orlando. I've been a road warrior for the better part of 20 years. And similar to Robbie, I was telling my wife, I can't remember being home. My last night on the road work was Friday. I got home Friday the 13th. We went away uh, Saturday night to a cooking school, if you've listened to the previous episode, up in Savannah. And I was destined to fly out Monday to Fairfield, New Jersey, got called off the road that Sunday night. But this is the first time I've been home this long, including vacations, in 20 years. And so my wife wow. actually asked, well, what is it that you miss about not traveling? You know, there are, there are some things. The biggest thing for me right now is, is of course, the social distancing and not having that, that face-to-face time with any. What about you, Robbie? Yeah, the uh, yesterday I really started to break. It was, uh, you know, most mornings right now I'm staying pretty busy doing some remote training, things like that for some of my partners. But in the afternoons, everything kind of settles down. There's not a lot of emails. There's not a lot of phone calls happening. And uh, that that's when the walls started kind of closing in on me. My, my girlfriend was, she could tell I was starting to visibly crack. And she's like, well, if you could be doing anything right now, what would it be? And I was like, on an airplane. <laughs> it was like without hesitation. And most people hate hate airplanes now, but I was like, God, I just miss that chaos almost of it so much, you know, of just the airport and the rental car and things that typically annoy us on the road. And now I'm like, man, I should have took all that for granted. Yeah, we're not we're not used to things running smoothly. We're used to chaos and hectic and delays and pretty much you wake up and go home. What about, what about you, Jason? What are you missing on the road? You know, um, uh, two things, I think. One is my Marriott points. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with my status. And, and we use, as a family, we use our Marriott points all the time. So I definitely miss collecting Marriott points. But, you know, I've been with my wife all told 21 years, married 10, excuse me, married 11. She'd kill me if she heard that mistake. Oh. Um, but, <laughs> You know, there is a there is truth to the old saying, absence makes the heart grow fonder. You know, those 
those weeks when you're on the road Monday through Friday, that Friday when you come home, it's you're coming home to a, a, a new person almost. Absolutely. Ab- ab- absolutely. It's just, uh, it is definitely, uh, definitely different. I've been to the grocery store a bunch. We got put on, um, I don't know, whatever they're calling it, uh, stay or hunker down uh, starting today. So we made one last trip out to the grocery store this morning. Shelves are still relatively bare. Not a lot of meat selection, a lot of pig ears and chicken feet. <laughs> and <laughs> still not much in the paper goods aisle. Uh, but beer, there's a lot of beer. So I'm actually, I usually, when I, when I do podcasts, I usually drink local. I'm not. Tonight I'm having, it's somewhat local, Imperial, Imperial Sunshine at 9.6. Blonde ale with orange and natural flavor. So I um, managed to pick up some of that today as well. Nice. Oh, that's not too bad. I, uh, I'm kind of with you. I'm not drinking local today, but I went with a uh, shock top, the Belgian white, good classic, a 5.2, simply because my local grocer had them buy one, get one free, and I just could not pass up the opportunity. <laughs> Very nice. I have a, I have a, um, a bullet rye, old-fashioned in hand. As, as we're doing this, so cheers to you guys. Man, now you know. Cheers. Speaking of that, one thing that I that I do that I do miss. Of course, I miss eating out a lot. And I was telling my wife that you know before we pulled off the road, I canceled probably seven or eight nights at hotels. And you think about the impact of there's at least sixteen meals that I'm not eating in a restaurant. You know, and that's kind of that domino effect. But one of the things that I do especially enjoy when I'm traveling by car is stopping at different liquor stores and picking up different stuff. I was up in Georgia a couple of weeks ago and stumbled across a bottle of George Dickel Bond, which we just don't have down here. And so, you know, you mentioned Bullet. I've, I've come across Blanton's on the road. I mean, some of those things, you know, they really are, even with gifts with my wife, um, you find some cool stuff. Great. Yeah. Traveling has its perks for sure. Now, you know, so, one interesting thing you were mentioned, you're, you're mentioning you're a Marriott guy, Jason. That's, yes. uh, so Steve and I, we're, we're both Hilton guys and Hilton sent out an alert or I guess a message saying that they're going to extend our status for it. I think another 24 months. 24 yes, so, I've heard about that. Yeah. So Marriott hasn't, uh, picked up anything for you guys yet. I haven't heard anything and it's been on my to-do list for the last two days to call Marriott and see, uh, I've just been too busy to do so, but. I'm going to, I'm going to use that Hilton extension uh, to, to kind of leverage Marriott and see if they'll do anything. The, uh, this is kind of like the op- the opposite of our 401ks. Those are going down and my, <laughs> my points account's not going up. So I'm, I'm torn from both sides. That is exactly. And actually in the mail today, we got an American airlines credit card offer. My wife's like, look, 60,000 miles. And I'm like, where are we going to go? Yeah. Um, but <laughs> Robbie, you're, you're an American guy, right? Oh airlines? yeah. Yeah. I saw where they made an announcement that they are sectioning off half of the middle seats on flights for social distancing. Yeah, I was reading that. That's a, a interesting tidbit. You know, fortunately, with the status I have, I'm usually in the main cabin extra, and I'm getting that aisle seat anyways. I'm I'm not one of those intersection kind of guys. But uh, yeah, keeping the social distancing. It's, I mean, I guess they're doing anything they can to get people to fill the seats right now. Would you fly right now? At this point, I'd probably be hesitant. You know, if you asked me that a week ago, I probably would have still jumped on a plane. Uh, right now, I have to be a little more aware of it. My girlfriend actually has a uh, pre-existing respiratory condition. So not so much that I worry necessarily about myself, but even if I come home with a mild case of something that 
you know, as an early 30s individual, I can fight that off pretty easily probably. It, it could have a much more significant impact on her. So you have to take all those factors into consideration. Jason, would you jump on a plane? Well, I'm one of those people who hate flying, period, as it is. You're a phobic flyer. I forgot. Yes. I am. Uh, But, you know, much like Robbie, I have some pre-existing conditions at home. Uh, My wife also has pre-existing respiratory conditions. And my son, we're not anti-vaxxers here in my household, but we are um, pro-delaying the um, CDC's recommended vaccine schedule. So currently my six-year-old son is not vaccinated. So between my wife's respiratory issue and my son's vaccine schedule, I'm very scared. I would definitely, if I had to fly for work, I would have to decline. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and actually where, where I work, we were kind of given the choice. Um, if you didn't feel comfortable, don't travel. We finally put out a mandate, uh, whatever it was, Monday the, the 15th or, or 16th, where you know, we were, all of us are off the road. Um, but even early on, we had canceled um, some some major customer events, and and we were told if you're not if you don't feel comfortable, don't don't travel. And we've got some guys that are some uh, Desert Storm vets, and I think they're very susceptible to oh. a lot of the respiratory things as well. So yeah, I'm I'm not a germaphobe. I actually drove to Georgia two weeks ago that week of the 13th, and for no other reason than I just didn't want to deal with people in the airport. But I even now we were at the grocery store today. And, you know, of course, they wipe down the carts and they always have the wipes there. And and typically, I don't care. I just grab the cart and go. But, yeah, I've been thinking more and more um, as I'm doing things and, and out in social. With all the social distancing, how has that impacted your day-to-day? I mean, we're basically seeing the same. I've, I've got five people in the house plus two dogs, which I'm sure we'll hear at some point. How does that affect you day-to-day, the social distancing? So uh, I guess I'll, I'll start. Um we have, uh, I have my wife, I have two, ch- two children and myself in the house. My daughter's 11. My son is six. And, and you know, we're, we're just basically stocked up and hunkered down. We're trying to obviously limit our exposure to the public, doing our part not to, to catch or transmit uh, COVID-19. But personally, I'm, I'm a very private kind of quiet person when I'm not at work. So the shelter, uh, shelter in place doesn't really affect me because this is really kind of how I like to live very privately. There you go. Robbie, what about you? I would say I'm totally the opposite of that one. You know, usually when I'm home, <laughs> we're going out on the weekend, uh, you know, whether it's a festival market or just going over to a friend's house or out to a restaurant. Uh, we've got a lot of friends who are actually in the service industry and, you know, seeing kind of the struggle they're going through now. That's That's certainly impacting us uh luckily kind of the way we're set up here i've got a home office and i've made a temporary office for my significant other uh in one of our bedrooms so we we kind of keep our distance during the day uh trying to keep our routines for the most part but i would say certainly the lack of social interaction is uh is weighing on both of us we've done some similar uh virtual virtual happy hours with some of our friends actually those have turned out to be pretty fun uh, just to kind of help close that gap, I would say. And we, we've kind of done the same with our with our work crew because again, we're very social people. I've got three here, twenty seven, twenty two, and nineteen. They're all in three different colleges. All of those have gone virtual. Two of them work for one of the major theme parks here in Orlando. They have not been at work mm-hmm. since the fifteenth, so they really everybody's been home. 
and I was on a meeting today and, and one of the guys had said, you know, it's really tough when you got little kids cause they want to cling and hang out with you. Yeah. And then it's really tough when you get the older kids that are bored, but you know, at the ages that these guys are at, they kind of just, you know, go in their room and, and do whatever. But yeah, I mean, typically Jackie and myself on the weekends, we're out doing stuff and it's weird for once, which you can't just go to the farmer's market or you can't just go, um, you know, to the antique store. There's just, everything is shut down. That does lead me into um, <laughs> chores that we have done that possibly as gentlemen, we haven't had time to do in the past. Has anybody tackled any of these? I'll take that one. I uh, sure. I went into the junk drawer. The the junk drawer is officially organized. It's been purged. All the menus of locations that are not even in business anymore, or you know the the manual for the weird appliance that you don't even have. Yes, that is done. That was a major accomplishment for me. That's it's so similar here at at my house. Uh, my wife, she's a teacher, so. Uh, her school district has been, um, you know, sent home indefinitely, as have my kids' school district. So my wife has really been gone gangbusters doing a lot of the cleaning, organizing of the junk drawers, the spice drawers and, and cabinets, pantries, uh, our bedroom, just really going gangbusters as I'm working during the day. But for myself, I guess here's time for a shameless plug, Steve. Uh, I also have a podcast called the Supernatural Occurrence Studies Podcast. You can find it on all the major podcast catchers, iTunes, Spotify, or go to chicagoghostpodcast.com. But I, I do find myself having a, a little bit more time to research and script my podcast episodes. That's not really a chore, but it is something I, I am finding a, a little bit easier to do right now. And I guess the other thing is um, I have a, a 1973 Corvette and I don't usually wake her up from her winter slumber till late May, if not June. I was able to get out there and uncover her, get her started, get her cleaned up much, much earlier than I normally would have because I'm on this shelter-in-place order. There you go. Robbie and I have a, a, a friend that lives in the middle of nowhere that has a Porsche, and his big thing is to winterize it. So I, yeah. I wonder if he actually pulled his out yet. Yep, and yep it's, you have to. And it's funny that Robbie mentioned the the proverbial junk drawer. A couple of weeks ago, we actually, during Lent, um, my wife was doing a donate something 40 days to clean out the, the closet or whatnot. So one of my chores was to go through the junk drawer. Monday morning, I get a call from my next door neighbor and his wife is working from home suddenly and he needs a VGA cable. And apparently his wife's laptop did not have an HDMI cable. I mean, and sure enough, man, I knew in my junk drawer after I organized it, I had one six foot VGA cable. So I was the hero dad of the, of the neighborhood on Monday because I had a cable. There you go. We've also, nice. done, the, we've, we've also done the spice cabinet. Oldest thing we pulled out was a container of Sriracha Cajun spice mix expired in 2011. <laughs> yes. And the best was the Madagascar vanilla, three bottles of that retail value, somewhere around $400. I don't know. Ooh, what wow. yeah. Don't know what we bought that for. Um, maybe we'll put it in a, some kind of a drink or something this weekend, which I'm pretty excited about. We're going to be cleaning the gutters. Um, that's a big, mm. yeah. So, Hey, that's on my, uh, that's one of my to do's. I had that one. Clean the gutters. Yep. Well, hopefully, I, I don't know about you, good. the weather where I'm at right now in Orlando, it's Chamber of Commerce weather, 80 degrees. What do you got this weekend weather-wise, Robbie? 
I think we're going to be pushing about the same. I'm located in South Carolina, so uh, actually in Columbia, South Carolina. If anyone's ever been here, they know it's the hottest place on earth. We're we're not ashamed to have a little humidity here either. So it'll be it'll be pleasant this weekend. Though. The humidity is not too bad yet. And Jason, being up in that Chicago area, what is it, 85 and sunny for you up there? Oh, yeah. I mean, sun is coming down. I'm sitting <laughs> suntanning. No, we're, we're going to be 40s during the day, rainy, cloudy, and dropping down to the low 30s at night. Wow. So I'm guessing nine months from now, there's either going to be a ton of babies in your area or divorces. Because um, <laughs> you guys ain't going outside, I'm guessing. Good no, Lord. no. Uh, Robbie, you were talking about putting together an office for your wife. My wife had her first day working from home yesterday. She's a, a school administrator, and I spent the better part of the day being a school MIS guy because they deployed WebEx that nobody knew how to use. But it made me think, I read somewhere that the wives are typically sitting on the couch with a cup of coffee on their MacBook Air, where us guys have got three monitors banging on the loudest keyboard we could have possibly bought at Best Buy. She finished up her, for, today was the end of day two, and she was exhausted. She goes, I don't know how you do this. <laughs> I mean, working from home, it could be a chore. Yeah. My, my girlfriend's not accustomed to it, and she's, she's really getting to kind of to her breaking point. She's, uh, she's in a sales-type job, so she's used to, I guess you'd say locally being out in the field, you know, she spends a couple hours in the office, but the majority of her time is out calling on customers and things like that. So she's in a similar situation herself where, you know, her, her and the cat are kind of wearing each other out. So I kind of have to separate them during the day and, you know, take over entertainment duties there just to give her a break. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I never realized why my dogs are so happy to go outside for a walk till the last two weeks. Cause when I can go out for a walk, it's like, man, all right. How's, how's your wife doing, Jason? Is she, she holding up? Yeah, she's, she's doing really good. She, um, she keeps busy during the day with, you know, the projects that have been put off, also creating online curriculum for her students and really just making sure our kids are keeping up with their studies while I'm sheltered in my office working. So she's got her hands full. God bless her. She's a monster uh, during all this. And, That's uh, great. Yeah. And all, yeah. I think the challenge my wife is probably because, you know, typically going to, to a, she, she travels between several schools is sitting at home and knowing that there's laundry or there's dishes. And I think that's probably going to be one of her big distractions next week. Once she gets settled into this routine is that, Oh, Hey, there's breakfast dishes left over. Right. Take it for somebody that's worked from home for, for a good while. You just kind of, kind of muscle through it and, and know that, you know, on the other side of it, everything's going to work out all right. So we've all been doing a ton of conference calls, I'm sure. I've, I don't know if you guys have seen a lot of the conference call bingo cards that are out there. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. So anything odd on conference calls yet? Um, yeah, I'll, ta I'll take this one. Uh, the other day we had a, uh, a conference call with our boss and the whole team, and we're using Microsoft Teams now for the first time. So everyone wants to do video chat, you know, see how this thing works. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> as, as we're doing our, our meeting, we're talking about serious topics and numbers and things. And my son just comes busting into the room, no shirt on. And he's just like, hi, everybody. And I'm like, I was mortified at first. And my boss quickly just reached out of nowhere and pulled out this Halloween mask and put it on and he started talking to my son and, and they were going back and forth and having a good time. So oh, that was cool. kind of strange, but it wound up being very, very funny. That's cool. Any, anything from you, Robbie? 
I might have been pretty uh, pretty average, I guess I would say. I, you know, Steve and I were in a similar role, and we're pretty used to doing these. So I've kind of got the routine down. Uh, the cat does like to come jump in my lap every once in a while, so uh, I have to be cognizant of that if I have the video going, not that anyone would really care. But other than that, uh, I haven't seen too much uh, out of the normal in mine. The, the, you always got the, can you hear me? Uh, I'm here, can you see my screen? But outside of that, nothing too exciting. Well, I, I had one. I've got a stand-up desk, so typically my laptop is waist level, so I, nobody wants to look at my gut, so I used to keep my camera off. Well, today, <laughs> I took the uh, the time for a, for a call and, and, and put my laptop up on my desk. Long story short, I fell into the I'm on mute because I'm sitting there just rambling away, and, and my counterpart from the West Coast is like, hey, you're on mute, because they can see me moving my lips and no, absolutely nothing coming out. Has anybody cooked anything unusual i know robbie you're a big big grilling guy has anybody you know kind of stretched the bounds and made anything that they typically wouldn't make yes <laughs> what you got bread i don't oh. know what it is but since i've been on on this this uh, home lockdown i've wanted to make bread so all the stores in the neighborhood are out of they, you can't find yeast nowhere it's like the hottest commodity around is is dry activated yeast for baking bread so i was able to make non-yeast bread and that was irish soda bread which mm. turned out fantastic and uh, italian dipping bread so you make these little sort of round thin patties of, of of bread and you dip it in your oil and your your cheese and your your fresh ground pepper and it was delicious but I, i've always wanted to make it and i finally found myself uh, doing it wow what about you robbie well it's like i said i'm a i'm a big grilling guy i love setting up my smoker so i've already done a couple racks of ribs uh, i've got a boston butt i'm gonna make bar barbecue this coming week so my girlfriend kind of like we need to do something different so we made a vegetarian dish the other night we're sitting there eating and we're both looking at each other and say you know what would really make this a lot better it had some <laughs> chicken in it so that was kind of our adventure is, uh, you know, we, we tried going vegetarian and, and unfortunately it just was not a big hit in our household. So back to the grill tonight. I uh, got chicken wings sitting out right now, marinating. That's going to be on the menu for us. And I'll be, uh, we did uh, the good old beer can or drunken chicken or whatever you call it. Did that the other night. Um, and then the next day peeled it off and made jambalaya. And uh, I'm beginning to believe that the Corona 15 or instead of the, the college or freshman 15, I think the Corona 15 is, uh, is going to be a reality. I know here at Chateau Relaxo it is. We're going, I've seen, we're going through like little Debbie snacks like it's a damn wood chipper every day. So I, I would imagine there's going to be a big increase in diabetes as well as divorces and pregnancies. One by the time we're on the other yeah, side. Yeah, no, I've never been one of the guys to eat a lot of sweets, but I think this past week I've, I've prepared or we ordered out, again, a couple friends in the service industry, you know, when they're doing the to-go things, we'll try and order for them just to help them out. But I think I've had three or four pasta dishes this week. So uh, that's the goal for this coming week, less less pasta dishes. There you go. Yeah, I, I, I typically get up in the morning and do my – uh, walk and listen to podcasts and whatever. So that's, that's keeping, but it's, and it's really, it's odd because I live in a, in a pretty busy town and um, the streets every morning, it's, it's very eerily quiet and silent besides you know, the school buses, but just, you know, just people aren't out, you know, milling about. Yeah. So, 
I have a funny, funny story about the Corona 15. It's actually a travel story. Uh, the last trip I took with work was to California, to Laguna Beach. Right. That, there you, that's a tough trip. There you go. <laughs> it was very tough. Yeah, that was beautiful. I mean, I was <laughs> you know, closing business, watching dolphins go through the water. It was amazing. But the very last night there, I caught, along with a few other people, horrible food poisoning. <clears throat> Did not think Ooh. I was going to make it home. I mean, you know, taking a shower, then running out of the shower to hug the toilet. It was bad, right? But this food poisoning reset something in my brain and my body. So this whole time we're shelter in place, it's nothing but fruit, vegetables, water, except for old fashions. <laughs> I've probably shed 15 or 20 pounds already. It's fantastic. So I'm, I'm, I'm taking advantage and, and doing right by my body. Steve and I are probably picking that up for you on the other end. So there you go. It all bounces Thanks, out. <laughs> yeah. The, um, the, uh, you mentioned old fashions, Luxardo cherries. That's a fruit that counts. The, it uh, does count. Yes. Yeah. In, in all my years, I've only had food poisoning once. I was in Charlotte. I'm guessing it. I don't know if it was the wings I bought or whatever, but it's the only time. And I remember I had a flight out the next afternoon and I was really thinking, I'm because I'm not a big get sick throw up guy. And I was like you between the shower and driving the porcelain bus. Yeah. And I'm starting to really think about one o'clock in the morning with the sweats that, you know, I may not make an afternoon flight. That yeah. uh, definitely uh, it didn't, unfortunately, it didn't reset anything in my body where I'm now eating a lot of fruit. Um, that could have <laughs> been, been a pretty good payoff. I always say I eat like a third grader. Uh, <laughs> Well, guys, anything else you want to add? Just, you know, thank you for having me on the podcast, Steve. I, I really appreciate it. And, you know, listeners, please check out uh, my podcast, chicagoghostpodcast.com. It's been a lot of fun. Robbie, anything from you? No, yeah, certainly appreciate you having me on. I'm the one guy that uh, sounds a podcast here, but, you know, maybe that's a, a new hobby I'll take up if this thing drags on for too long. Hopefully in the next week or two, we'll be seeing a little more normalcy and, uh, getting back out there racking up those points but until then i guess we'll uh continue to hold down the remote workforce there you go That's guys right. i really appreciate it i know it's friday i know it's late we've been had a banged up week definitely i'll put jason's uh podcast in the show notes maybe you'll see something from robbie grilling with robbie who knows on the it's forefront but again guys stay safe and like i usually say travel safe but nobody's doing that right now thanks again <laughs>